Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled Perfectly Matched and Prepared for the Challenge. It still amazes me to think that God could so exquisitely choose a guy with every single prerequisite from my list of the man for me. I was not going to compromise on this decision. I wanted a spouse who was spiritually mature, a Jesus lover, humble, authentic, without a wandering eye, not addicted to porn, not angry, not a manipulator or a controller, loyal, affectionate, musical, well-educated, financially responsible, reliable. I wanted someone with good taste, who was articulate and insightful, a good conversationalist, emotionally secure and mature, not afraid of commitment or intimidated by my strengths. Oh, and incredibly good looking. And I got all of that. Little did I know God was going to throw in a bonus. My dad had a boat when I was growing up. It wasn't a sailboat, but it was on the water. And some of my most precious memories growing up were on that boat, rocking gently as I slept or sitting out on the dock with the moonlight shimmering on the water. I'd left those days of boating behind when I left home at age 19 and had never been around boaters since then. But God, I not only married a guy with a boat, with a family who loved boating, but a guy with the boat whose original name was Athena. Only God could pull that off. I filmed the introduction to this episode for the YouTube channel, Sitting on That Very Boat, my favorite place on the water. It is a place where my soul is restored and I sense God closer than anywhere else. Who knew this was just what I needed to be able to slow down and learn to rest? God knew and he was faithful to give me just what I needed. That's the kind of God we serve. So, hey, take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can find this podcast and be encouraged. Or you may even know someone who needs to hear this message, so please share the link with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with some of the conversations happening over there. Just type into your browser, redeemedandrestored.tv, and you'll find the video broadcast there. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey, everyone. Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Today's segment is titled Perfectly Matched and Prepared for the Challenge. Martin Luther said there is no more lovely, friendly, and charming relationship communion or company than a good marriage. Amen to that. We originally planned to wed in October, one year after Kathy's passing, but with summer before us and the desire to go vacation together, we didn't really want to put ourselves in a compromising situation. So we moved the wedding up to June. 
The idea of a large church wedding where we made a statement about what we believe, who we belong to, and what's important to us as a couple was a big deal. We wanted everyone to know that our faith, true, not toxic faith, was the utmost importance, and family was honored and treasured. Those were the two elements highlighted in our wedding day on June 13th, 2014. My firstborn opened the wedding on his hammer dulcimer. For those of you who've never seen one, it's kind of a triangular-shaped zither with metal strings that are struck with light felt-tipped hammers. He, along with Ross's firstborn, performed a song by Rich Mullins entitled Creed. The one line that stood out for me that I wanted to declare was this, and I believe what I believe is what makes me what I am. I did not make it. No, it is making me. It is the very truth of God and not the invention of any man. I'd lived with a doctrine that was the invention of man, and I had repented. We wanted to make sure that statement was clear to everyone who attended or who watched it later on video. The presence of God was evident, and the celebration of our vows was exactly as we'd prayed. Our reception filled with joy. I could not have asked for anything better. God's faithfulness was on display as the two families came together and we tied the proverbial knot. He's about as phlegmatic as they come, and I'm choleric with a dash of sanguine. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Litauer personality assessment, it's one that I appreciate because it doesn't have occultic roots like the Enneagram does. Here's an excerpt from an article that I found about our two personality types in a marriage. It's from the Psychologia website. Phlegmatic and choleric compatibility. The phlegmatic choleric couple is a good example to demonstrate that you don't have to be a similar temperament or personality type in order to be happy together. Despite the fact that these two temperaments are very different, they are often drawn to each other from the very first time that they meet, and it is thought to be because they're opposite qualities. They complement for each other. Opposites attract, I guess they say. Their problem-solving skills are a good example of how opposites attract. With their web thinking, Phlegmatic people tend to ruminate about the issue at hand, but never solve it. They see it from so many different angles and can think of so many facets of the problem that they just never really get around to resolving it. From completely other side of the spectrum, choleric people are fast at making decisions but are likely to do that skipping over the secondary data altogether. Together, however, choleric and phlegmatic prove to be a very effective team 
because they have these complementary qualities. The same applies with their social skills. Between all types of personality, choleric people are the least compassionate, they are emotionally contained, and may be even blunt. While phlegmatic partners, however, with their empathy, emotional expressiveness, and drive to please others, will smooth that away. It would seem that they both admire each other for these differences and will mean that their conversations will always be interesting. The choleric will impress the phlegmatic by the depth of his or her knowledge of a particular subject, while the phlegmatic will blow the choleric away by his or her ability to see the bigger picture. Phlegmatic people who always try to read people will have an enjoyable experience to decipher their choleric partners. It is so easy. Choleric people will love the warmth of phlegmatic partners, their acceptance and compassion. So suffice it to say, God knew just what he was doing when he put us together. Ross has always enjoyed strong women. Kathy was one, and so am I. And I love the fact that Ross is well-read, thoughtful, insightful, and laid back. He's not a pushover by any means, but he is not a controller, and I am so thankful for that. Our relationship is so emotionally healthy, it is a breath of fresh air. God knew exactly what I needed to continue growing and healing from my trauma. On June 13th, 2014, I not only became Athena Holtz, but I also became the pastor's wife. I had no idea what that meant and couldn't have guessed how emotionally charged the decision to wed would be taken by some people in the church. We found out after the fact that a remarriage by a pastor typically results in a church split with much chaos and division. Who knew? Would we have waited another six months if we'd known? Maybe, and maybe not, because we believe we would have gotten the same reaction no matter how long we waited. But we didn't expect it, and so we were determined to rejoice in the trial before us. We just this last week at our home group discussed this unexpected reaction from some in the church, and I just think back to the way that Ross made an attempt to diffuse the emotions that ran so high. It's as though some were offended that he'd replaced his one and only of 49 years so quickly. How dare he forget her and take up with someone else? But God showed him. The parallel with the way that we're able to love our children. We can love more than one child without one replacing the other. And so it is with a new marriage after the death of a spouse. It is not dishonoring. It's not forgetting them or replacing them, not at all. But some people were indignant with Ross for making the decision to marry me 
even though Kathy had chosen me for him and encouraged him to remarry quickly. All the kids were on board and there was absolutely no reason not to move forward. But as crafty as the enemy is, he stirred up offense and division over this union. And that is common whenever a widow or widower remarries. Who knew? So I had to take my own advice, not go to bed angry and give the enemy a foothold, which is Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, but instead forgive. Forgive those who hurt my husband with their hurtful words and betrayal. Not take up his offense because of how he was treated by some who'd been his friends for decades. I have to say, God was not surprised by this response. He wasn't up in heaven with a furrowed brow, scratching his head as if to say, how did I miss this? No, in fact, he had another plan to remind my husband how much he loved him. No matter who walked away, no matter who just blew off the friendship in this flurry of unhealthy emotions. Just a few months after we married, in August 2014, the culmination of an 18-month project by the men's ministry of the summit came to light. The men of the church Ross founded some 30 years before had worked secretly for a year and a half doing a ground-up restoration of Ross's 1961 Chevy truck that had been sold to a friend some 25 years earlier. This friend was ready to move and needed to get the truck, which was in pieces, out of his garage, so the men's ministry decided to restore it and present it to their beloved pastor. Incredible amounts of work went into this labor of love, and when it was done and presented to Ross, he wept. The glove box was engraved with the words, To our beloved pastor, in whom we are well pleased. Oh, the timing of our faithful, loving God makes me weepy. He knew this crisis was coming and he was working behind the scenes for good to come out of such painful loss. Isn't he faithful? So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, and comment on the episode. I'd love to connect with you and just hear how God is working in your life. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.